which is going to come up on the screen. It's brought to us by the Gospel Project, and it's our, our Palm Sunday reading. So, uh, please stay sat down for our Gospel reading. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Is there a video? Oh, here we go. There we go. It was time for the Israelites to celebrate Passover. Many Israelites had traveled to Jerusalem to remember what God had done when he rescued his people from slavery in Egypt. Jesus and his disciples traveled to Jerusalem too. When they arrived near Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples ahead into a village. As soon as you enter the village, Jesus told them, you will find a young donkey tied there. No one has ever sat on it. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it. The disciples did as Jesus asked. As they untied the donkey, its owner said to them, why are you untying the donkey? The Lord needs it, they said. Then they brought the donkey to Jesus, threw their robes onto the donkey, and helped Jesus get on it. People spread their robes along the road, and others spread palm branches cut from the fields. The whole crowd of the disciples praised God with a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. The King who comes in the name of the Lord is the blessed one. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Hosanna. The word Hosanna means save now. The people knew Jesus was their promised King, and they hoped he would save them from Rome. Some of the religious leaders said, Teacher, tell your disciples to be quiet. Jesus answered, If they did not praise me, the rocks would praise me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Excellent. Um, You're going to get a second part of my talk now. Um, Yes, so we have got uh, Jesus entered into Jerusalem. It's the time of Passover. He has his meal on Thursday. He's crucified on Friday, buried, and on Sunday he rises again. Wow, what a journey. From this point on, everything moves quite quickly, and the crowd changes. The disciples uh, are in a whirlwind of everything happening. And as Jesus talks... Over the next week, people are getting more and more agitated. We hear it in our reading today. If they do not praise me, even the rocks would cry out. And people go, I can't believe he's just said that. But see, the thing is, uh, this Holy Week, this journey, is from the gate to the cross. And it's the journey that we follow with Jesus this week as a church. And it's a journey that is going to change everything. It's a season that is coming where things are going to be renewed, where God's kingdom, his temple, where he resides, is changing. The world will never be the same again after Good Friday. And this is the start of that week. See, like I said, the temple is replaced. The temple is traditionally the place where God's presence rests and is. We sung the wonderful song, Rest On Us. God's presence rested in the tabernacle and then the temple. 
When the temple was destroyed and rebuilt, the thing that was different was the fact that God's presence didn't seem to rest in the same way. But then Jesus comes with the Holy Spirit, God's presence resting in him. And when Jesus dies and is buried and rises and ascends, the Holy Spirit is then available to all of us. And God's Holy Spirit gets a new place to live, no longer in the temple, but within us, his people. That's the story that we are going to. But what I want to focus on this morning is the gate. Very particular thing. It comes up in the story. Just like the donkey from earlier. Do you remember the three Ps? Prophecy, peace, and people. I'm only going to look at prophecy. So, I need, um, I need a volunteer. And my volunteer is going to be Andy. Well done, Andy. Up you come. Um, I couldn't. I don't often see Andy in a suit, so up we come. Come and stand next to me. Everybody needs to see this glory. It's wonderful. And I love the fact that he's got his son in the same suit. It's absolutely brilliant. You're going to be Jesus for me. Now, I know you can do a good job because your son was Jesus at Christmas, wasn't he? Yeah, so you've got big shoes to fill, Andy. (laughs) He did a really good job. Um, Now, the East Gates... It had a few other names. It was called the Gate to Heaven, the Golden Gate, and it was uh, found at the bottom of the Mount of Olives. That's what we hear in our reading today. And Jesus comes to that gate. Now, I've got a couple of bits to do. (laughs) Um, The reason this was important to God's people was because in Ezekiel, when he had this vision of God's new kingdom, he got this vision of a figure coming into the temple. I'm going to say that that figure is Jesus, yeah? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read to it, and you are going to do the bits that you need to do in relation to making it all come together. So I'm going to give you this to start off with. Hold on to that. Have you ever used a compass? No. No. Excellent. (laughs) You'll be fine. (laughs) The man that... So this is Ezekiel. Um, uh, Somebody has met Ezekiel in his vision. The man brought me... To the gate facing east. That's your first cue. Find east. <laughs> east. Anybody help him? Where's east? Which where, point in the direction? You reckon it's that way? East is that way. So the problem is they're not going to see you. There we go. Okay. Are you guys going over here? Why do you think east is over there? We've got a compass. Long Hang on. Southeast. Yeah, no, you've got to use this thing here. This is a compass. You see that needle? Yeah. So if that's north, never eat shredded north, wheat. Yeah. There we go. So this west north. is over there. So it comes in from over west, there. East, yeah. So south. you need to be facing this way, okay. but you're coming from that way. But the problem is, if he does that, you're not going to see him. So we're just going to have to turn it round anyway. That was rubbish, wasn't it? Oh, never mind. Right, so the first line... Uh, then the man brought me to the gate facing east, and I saw the glory of God, that be you, uh, of Israel, coming from the east. Oh, so you're coming from that. Yeah, that makes sense. Coming from that way. And his voice was like the roaring of the rushing of water. Off you go. <laughs> Excellent. That's superb. I think what they're saying is, has anybody stood next to a river when it's in full flow? And it's coming down the rocks. And you can hear it when you get close to it. That's what they're saying about the voice. 
There is power in it. There is authority. It is not to be messed with. Doing a good job. Well done. Um, And the land was radiant with his glory. Can you be more radiant than you are? Oh, lovely. (laughs) Excellent. The glory of the Lord, that be you, entered the temple through the gate facing east, which was that way. Then the spirit lifted me up. (laughs) There we go. Um, And brought me into the inner court. You're now in the inner court. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple. So your glory fills the whole temple. While the man was standing beside me, I heard someone speaking to me from inside the temple. He said, son of man, this is the place of my throne. And as if by magic, there is a throne. Excellent. Go and take a seat. So this is my throne and the place of the soles of my feet. I hope you've got good shoes on. Yeah. He's got very nice shoes on. They're nice. Where'd you get them from? You don't know. All right then. Um, Excellent. (laughs) This is where I will live among the Israelites forever. Now, one of the things with this is uh, you're supposed to be shining. So I'm just going to drop this down. There we go. (laughs) That's better. One there and one there. You see, what we've got in... Ezekiel, hang on. There we go. What we've got in Ezekiel is... I love that. That's brilliant. Just stay there. It's fine. What we have in the story in Ezekiel is we've got this image of a person who comes in, comes into the temple, and actually their radiance shines brightly. Now, at the moment, we can see you really, really well. But it's like these lights, if they were shining out this way, yeah, the glory of God was filling the place. We hear in the New Jerusalem that there was no need for sun or moon because God's glory was lighting everything. You see, what we have in Ezekiel is we have the story of God restoring. Andy, you've done a really good job. I'm going to let you go now so I don't embarrass you too much. And I get to save a little bit of energy. Yeah, so in Ezekiel, we have this story of uh, the people are recognizing the gate to heaven. Jesus is not only the way to heaven, but he's entering the city, God's city, in the same way that people are expecting the Messiah to come. When Jesus arrives, things are changing. And actually, that's what Holy Week is about is seeing this change come. The journey from the cross, from the gate to the cross, is a hard journey. But it is one that we travel with Jesus on this week and with our brothers and sisters. You see, his entry uh, was more than just, uh, I'm here. He wasn't just getting off the bus and then walking in. He was saying, this is me. You know, when I was looking at Palm Sunday, I started looking at the gate, this east gate. And I found that in Acts 3, there's another story that includes this east gate. There's a little bit of uh, discussion about where this east gate is. But it's the two disciples going up to the temple after Pentecost. And it's probably about six to eight weeks after uh, everything has happened from this point onwards. 
And as they're walking up to the temple, there is a man uh, who is lame sitting at the side of the road. And they say this. They say, in Jesus' name, rise and be healed. Now this is the first time we hear in Acts of a miracle happening by the name of Jesus. We've seen miracles happen. We've heard the disciples speak in different languages. We've seen Jesus turn up. But this is the first time we have seen somebody in the name of Jesus let his kingdom come and seeing it happen. And what happens at this point is the man gets up and with everybody else around him, they walk into the temple praising God. Very similar to that first Palm Sunday where Jesus entered in. But this time, it wasn't just Jesus walking. It was the disciples holding the very presence, the very Holy Spirit with them, seeing the world change. And this is really my challenge for us. If we want to see things change in our world, we need to say in Jesus' name, let his kingdom come. When Jesus arrived, the world was turned upside down. Things were renewed. It was prophesied. He brought peace and he came to his people. We're called to do the same. We're called to um, bring God's word to his people, to bring peace, to see things made right, and to call people home. So that's my challenge really to us is are we willing to go out in the name of Jesus and see his kingdom come and call on his kingdom to come. Now I also have a question for you just to finish. If Jesus arrived now and I'm going to say he got off the 61 because we've obviously established he would have got on a bus if he was coming now and he came through the doors at the back which actually are the east gates. They're the double doors. Uh, from the east and he came through what would our response to him be would it be like the disciples where we say blessed is the king who comes in the name of God in the name of the Lord he brings peace from heaven and he brings his glory into this place as if heaven is here would we cry hosanna now, what was it that they said on the thing? Hosanna means? What was that? Save us. Save us, Save us now. Hosanna. Yeah. How would we respond to him if he arrived on a 61? How have our children done with their little um, drawings? I say little drawings, they're not that little at all. Has anyone got a drawing that I can show? Has anybody got. <gasps> Can I show that? Is that all right? Brilliant. I think he might have had a little bit of help. I didn't realise ginger, uh, Jesus would have ginger hair, but that's wonderful. That is brilliant. Um, Yeah. So this image of uh, Jesus on a bus and giving him praise and giving him glory and bringing his kingdom in. Bringing his kingdom in. Later on, we're going to sing a song which is uh, Build Your Kingdom Here, which is what this is all about. And this Sunday, Palm Sunday, we get to celebrate that actually he has arrived. His peace is coming. In fact, it's already here. And we get to celebrate it.
and with him to build his kingdom. That was superb, guys. It's really, really good. Now, Bimby, I'm going to ask you to come forward and lead us in our prayers, if that is okay. Now, children, if you would like to help Bimby with the prayers, uh, I do believe that our stream doesn't include down here, does it? No, it doesn't. So if our children want to come forward to help Bimby with his prayers, with the responses, I'll sit down here with them. Cool. Children. Children.